Welcome to Duel of Taints, your sometimes weekly podcast. I'm Kane. And I'm Rhett. Well, my four-nippled friend, what's going on? <laughs> Kane? Rhett does have four nipples, by the way. Rhett, explain this. Because I think I've alluded to it before in episodes, but never, we never really addressed it. Well, Kane, let me explain it so that everyone can understand that. <coughs> I don't have two. I have four. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part is he actually does. Yeah. But like, uh, but in fairness, like, they're... They're, they're not real. They're real, like... They're although, scars. they're scars. I think I've seen them lactate before. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Like, have you ever I mean, been a they young man... look like two actual nipples or like scars that... Yeah, you can tell they were... It's, it's because of... I guess it's really common with like premature births. Yeah. Um, and he also had an extra toe. He had four nipples and 11 toes. Oh, I didn't know you had an extra toe. you still have an extra toe? It was just a bone spur. Oh, that doesn't count. I don't know. Doctor called it an 11th toe. Well, I guess it counts then. Yeah. What up, bro? <laughs> That's what your toes are, bones. Yeah, I don't have it anymore. I yeah, do you have right. an extra wiener? I wish. Bailey, does you have cool? an extra wiener? Yeah, one ball. Put it in both <laughs> holes at the same time. Huh? Put it in both holes at the same time. One in the pink toe. <laughs> <laughs> Five in the stink. <laughs> Oh, that reminds me. Oh, that reminds me of something funny. Uh, Freddie Bosquet. I think we've talked about it a little bit, you know, in Dual Taints, but one of my friends growing up played in bands with me and Rhett. You know, he yeah. He happens to be Mexican. <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, one time, you know what? He'd be pissed at me for saying this, but fucking. <laughs> one time, I guess, him and his fiance were moving in, or wife were. Girlfriend, we were moving in together, and he always managed to keep him hidden. But then they broke up for a little bit. She moved out, and he always had this stack of porn on DVDs. Nice. And I guess she moved back in, but he was like trying to turn over a new leaf and not get caught and not anything. So like, <laughs> turn like, over a new leaf hey, and not get caught. In this <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, King, can I store these at your house? He's like a big old stack, like forty of them. No cases, just discs. Yeah, so. I get, and at the time, this is five, six years ago. At the time I was single, I was like, I don't care, sure, just toss them in a cabinet somewhere. Well, <laughs> Lisa ended up finding them when she moved in with me, you know, three years, about three years ago. Like, what are these? Oh, uh, uh, those aren't mine. <laughs> what do you mean they aren't yours? They're, they're, they really aren't. <laughs> what do you mean they're, they're in your house? Of course they're yours. Don't lie to me. You're you're a single man forever. It's fine. I'm like no, but they really are. Oh jeez, what does that mean? You are a single man well, forever. I, I, I'm King. not married. I've not, Lisa's only girl I've actually lived with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have I've had girlfriends off and on, but I mean, she, no, I know. I just trying to. Be I've had girlfriends before, okay, <laughs> and boyfriends, <came. laughs> and boyfriends. I'm <laughs> bicurious. You're accommodating. <laughs> so, but I was like, no, really, they aren't mine. She's like, bullshit. Come on, just admit up to it. It's cool. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, you're gonna throw them away now because I found them, but. The, come on. Not before you guys watched them all together. No. We're not... I see, I've never really been into porn. I, I, I admit, I've dabbled. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never really been into it. Freddy, on the other hand, he had some crazy... I've watched a couple of them because he had a Batman one. I was like, oh, I have to see what this shit's like. <laughs> and wow, that was it was not, not good. It's just weird. It had, like, Joker was in jail and, like, 
Batwoman, Batgirl was like coming to like give him his meals or something, and so he's like kept on like flicking his balls through like the, the cell bars and stuff and trying to get her. To, it was a it was kind of bizarre. I was like this sucks. <laughs> so, anyways, I, and I called Fred. Like, Fred, you have to explain to my wife or my girlfriend that you know uh, these these are yours. Like, fuck that. <laughs> You're on your own. You fucker. What? Who? Who is this? <laughs> Kane? Who? <laughs> Who stole my porn? <laughs> so anyway, so it's been a few weeks. Yeah. We took a slight hiatus for... Uh, <laughs> and people were like, why do you guys take hiatus? You record, you record for like three or four weeks at a time and then... That's not true. We had a really long stretch this last one. Was it? I think it was five weeks. It was more than that. Are you sure? Yeah. It wasn't since like episode like... But we released three episodes in one week. That was 15, 16, 17, or, or 16, 17, 18 we did. Oh, in really? one week. Why wasn't? Oh, okay. I, guess, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. No one's together now. <laughs> it's a job. No, no. It's not even fun just, anymore. Just keep... <laughs> <laughs> Is it not fun for you? I still. I've been no, missing I it. I've been missing. I miss it too. Fuck. Well, you know what's funny about it is like so. One of the days we would have recorded landed on my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so. Uh, Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. It landed on my birthday, and me and Bailey had plans, but I was sort of like, well, man, like, recording on my birthday would be fun. Like, yeah. why wouldn't we do that? You know, I don't know, but it just kind of happened that we both were busy, and then the next week we were busy. And Oh, fucking Christmas week. Because we're recording this the, the this week. This is the week after Christmas. The week, it's going to go up It's going to go up the week after Christmas. This is the 27th today. But fucking Christmas is... Crazy for me, not be, I mean, just because it's a shortened week, but we had, we were only working three days last week, but had five days worth of stuff to do. Yep. So it was fucking a nightmare, but. Yeah. I hear you on that. And I just, yeah, just busy and all that. So yeah, it doesn't matter. We're back. Smod Cat, don't they take a break for the holidays? No, he posted. No, I think they record a couple ahead of time or something, or they record a really long one and like do it in parts. I always thought I remember them taking a break for the holidays in the years past, but well, they might have. But like the 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 one the episode that got me into it was the Harry Scotter and the Hefty Swallows, part one and part two. Yeah, they re- they recorded a really long one basically, and they cut it in half. You know what's weird and is that I, was so like, that was right around the holidays. So what's weird about those episodes is that was like exactly half of Smod casts like lifespan ago yeah isn't that weird we've been listening that long yeah and fuck. i was listening to a couple old ones that i had i was uh thinking, God, dude, there are some funny ones oh the i love the slitner one yeah <laughs> i was uh no but i was changing oil in my and uh my my wife's car and then our, our backup car that we're borrowing right now to get a new one i was changing oil today so i had i found an mp3 play that had a couple old episodes that i put on there years ago once uh forget which number but it's it's like one fifty something. It's a uh, scrotally awesome. Yeah, I remember that one. Oh fuck! What he's talking about, like when the doctor has her finger up his ass, you yeah. know, doing the colon check, and then he's clenched because he didn't want to crap everywhere. Yeah, and she's like trying to like get it out of there. He's yeah. like, oh no, we're, we're friends forever. <laughs> he's like, he's talking about like, yeah. Oh fuck! I, was I remember that. Episode. I even, you know what's weird is I even remember where I was when I listened to that episode. <laughs> where were you? I was at work in Tangent, Oregon. Oh, that's middle. That's literally the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I was at Beta Seed, right across from the Target Distribution Center. Oh, okay. Now I remember that. Yeah, I did uh, some security over there, and I walk around with one headphone in, listening to podcasts and audiobooks. I worked twelve hours a day, seven days a week, for like five weeks. Yeah, 
That's up. Just walking around. At least you get to listen to podcasts and whatnot. I'm so. not sure if I was supposed to, but I did. At least you got to. Yeah. I should say. At least you did. Yeah, I listened to a lot of audiobooks too. I also read an entire book one day on one shift. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, Repo I, Man. Oh, okay. Um, I remember one really long drive. I listened, I listened to the book on tape, a uh, couple books on tapes. I went to Idaho and back. Um, that was pretty cool. Listen, I listened to The Road by Cormac, or, Cormac McCarthy. Yeah, Cormac McCarthy. McCarthy. That was pretty good. See, I, I had read the book a long time ago and then saw the movie, and both were good. That's one. That's like the movie was almost as good as the book, if yeah. not better. It was really good. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, the, fuck, I want to listen to the book on tape. It was really cheap. Got it. Pretty awesome. <clears throat> yeah. And then, um, Oh, I can't remember the other one. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, I've listened to a lot. Oh, it was uh, I didn't listen to it all the way, but uh, a brief history of time by Stephen Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. awesome. That's cool. Anyways, man. So one thing we did both manage to do during the brief winter break was watch The Hobbit. The and Battle I of the saw Five Armies. And I saw Interstellar and IMAX. Oh, you did? I didn't know that. Yeah, that would have been. That's why I was kind of also looking forward to recording on my birthday because I saw that. Like the night before. Oh. Uh, Not that it would matter. We already well, talked about Interstellar. Let's, let's hit about, well, what did you think about Interstellar on IMAX? It was awesome. Yeah. I cried. Yeah? Yeah. Bailey cried too. What part? Every part. Don't all say the time. I cried to make yourself feel better. <laughs> did he really cry? The first time, not the second time. I knew. Did because my you dad were coming promised. back because my dad promised me. Oh, <laughs> why? He just wants to see his daughter. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking tragic, man. And I also tear up every time at the part when he's like, Tars, if I black out, you take the stick. Yeah. If I black out, you take the stick. <laughs> He turns into a, a freaking redneck trucker. Like, <laughs> oh my god, we need to make a movie right now where Matthew McConaughey. Schindler's shitless? <laughs> no, that, was, that one's already getting made. We need to make a movie Shit. where. Matthew McConaughey plays a space trucker. <laughs> <laughs> Going down, ship this one a couple steps into the. <laughs> yeah, it's Breaker One Nine calling Hammer Fist Butthole. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's more. Of a, all right, the, all right, the trucker all right. talk is more of a southern thing because I, I get on CBs all the time on the freeway just to kill time, and they don't talk like that. At least not anymore. Maybe they did in the seventies and eighties, but yeah. And I've heard in the South they still do. Like every once in a while, you hear a Southern truck driver get like, "Ah, oh, we got a bull moose in the down there." <laughs> no. We got a bull moose. Yeah, in the- <laughs> like you talk about a moose or something, and like some like regular pork driver's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Because <laughs> like, North, I guess Pacific Northwest truck drivers talk pretty much very plain. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a cop hanging out under the overpass, you know, exit yeah. two twenty nine. Watch yeah. out, guys. We got a bull moose in the snake house. Yeah, we got Smokey hanging out there like a bull moose on the. And then turn around, you know, you gotta watch yourself. Yeah, go out of my We got a Christmas like, tree down. And, and then you'll hear like some fucking truck driver from like Oregon or Washington be like, "Shut the fuck up and tell us what's going on." And, but I don't listen. I can't listen too much because I'm one of those guys. I don't like speeding at all. Yeah, I just want to get tickets. You know, and the tickets as a truck driver fucking suck. Yeah, so like. Every once or eight, if you must CB, you'll hear someone like, whoever the fuck is driving that white tanker with the thermal fluids, you know, thing? 
fucking go fast, you fucker. You know, the speed limit is 55, not fucking 40. I'm never going, I'm always going like 55 or 53. Yeah. yeah. And they're wanting to go like 65. What assholes. I know, right? What assholes. What pricks. Oh, anyways. Right, oh, right, oh, right. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Hobbit Battle of Five Armies. Yeah. Not I as loved good it. As, uh, not as good as number two. I still think Desolation was probably the best of the three. God damn, dude. That was like one of the best like, but, Lord of the Rings movies that they made. It was so good. Uh, yeah. Five Armies? Like, Battle of Five Armies. It's good, though. I liked it. I thought it was very good. Did, did you not like it? Um, yeah, but I had the same issue I had with, like, did you ever see the second Hunger Games? Uh-uh. Well, Bailey's going to disagree with me because she loved the second Hunger Games. But to me, I liked the second Hunger Games, but it was like I was waiting for the movie to get started the whole time. I was like, when is this movie going to happen? Really? Like, what are you talking about? Battle of Five Armies, literally, it's constant action. Yeah. It's a two and a half hour long movie. And then and a half had, hour of it is talking. The rest is like someone's and dying. And then I had just watched like the Boondock Saints the night before <laughs> and thought that... Fucking amazing, right? Yeah. And you hadn't seen it yet, right? What? Boondock Saints. What? Or was it ba- well, had Bailey hadn't seen it like I, all the way through. No, and you hadn't seen it before you had. I've watched that movie like 10,000 yeah, times. Okay, there was a fire. Like second half. Oh my god, I got laughing so hard. I've seen like, the second the half part? like a thousand times. Oh, it's funny. Because I saw the cat meme before that. Oh, saw. okay. I mean, it is funny. I laughed when I first. Because that's the first scene if I ever saw. If you haven't seen The Boondock Saints, go watch it. There's a very epic moment. It is kind of the climax, like well, it's it is like a peak moment. It's a very peak moment. It's and it's it's one of those parts in the movie. It, it's a very cult movie. It's very oh yeah, it's cult very popular. very cult. It's kind of like Pulp Fiction in that way. Like yeah, exactly. Pulp Fiction, I think, is a slightly is probably more well known overall, but it, it's in the same same vein vein as Pulp Fiction. There's a very part of Willem Dafoe. You know, it's hard to explain in context, or even out of context. Well, because the way that the action is done in Boondock Saints is you're reliving it, basically, exactly. through, there like, the, inve- the investigator, Willem Dafoe, he's going through. And he's and reliving he's, it because he's a really, he's one of those guys who he, just kind of look at a crime scene, he can kind of tell what happened. Yeah, yeah. And so he's going through, and he's like, it was fucking Armageddon, you know? Yeah. For for a few minutes, it was hell on earth, and then, and then like all this really epic like operatic movie, and then, like, yeah, and he throws on the fire and his body like like throws his arms up in the yeah. same pose that he makes in Platoon, where his character dies. Spoilers. But it's like the most iconic point in that movie, Platoon. If you haven't seen Platoon, funny, he has one and you're upset po- about the spoilers about Platoon. I know, that movie's older than me, so that movie's 30 years old. Just go fuck yourself. But like, in that movie, the, the on the cover of the movie, like the most iconic part in Platoon is when Will Dafoe's character is shot. He kind of throws his arms up in the air towards the helicopter or heaven. And she put something... Lord, I get down from there! She put something in your purse, I don't know what it is. But she carried something Hairball. and put it in it. Hairball. Anyways, he like in platoon, he throws his arms up in the air as he's getting shot by the Viet Cong. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's like the iconic. It's on the cover. You know, everybody who's yeah, seen yeah, the movie yeah. knows that pose. He does the same fucking pose, different meaning, everything in Boondock Saints. It's the most iconic point. Yeah, yeah. But right before he does it, there was a fire. But he has a thing where he, he, he almost says that thing, you know, like the blow-up dolls, you know, like the... <laughs> the wacky, wavy, flammable arcade man. <laughs> yeah. He does that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> 
And we're making fun of it. What's funny is but when you're making watching, the arm movements and everything. Yeah, I know. I kill people to Please, I hope this translates. <laughs> I hope this translates so well on audio. <laughs> but uh, we're making fun of it, but it's so fucking epic. Like, epic. The first time I saw that that part, I was like, my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, well, that was the first scene in that movie I ever saw because I saw it on TV. Yeah. And I flipped on and it was like... And he's like, for a few minutes it was fucking Armageddon. <laughs> Six men. <laughs> it was a favorite. Oh my god. Oh, that's a good movie. The second one's good too. Watch that. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, I watched it. Back to Hobbit. I've seen it. So you thought. I you, thought it was just like, I was kind of like waiting for it to get going the whole time and. I See, thought me, it, I really liked the scenes. It was immediate. Uh, well, that's because the first scene you see is fucking Smaug dying. But exactly, you which was awesome. But you don't have to work. You don't have to wait for anything. It immediately gets you into yeah, the story. Yeah, but then I was just like, I, I thought the battles were kind of lame. Like they definitely weren't as good. Like they didn't have me emotionally gripped as like Two Towers or Return of the King. Like, really? Well, dude, uh, even I, I can get, I freaking no, cry like a baby at Fellowship. Even, but you were like ten years old when I came out. Fuck you. <laughs> But no, um, okay, I I, I, can, I can kind of get that. But you, you're telling me like the part where Bill, really... Billy Connolly as uh, Dane Dur- or Dane son of whoever comes yeah. to save the dwarves with his army of dwarves and his speech that he's giving and talking shit to the, the elves that are standing right there. That was fucking awesome. God, to God. me, Bill, Billy Connolly steals that movie. And he's really? only, oh yeah, that's the most memorable part. Who to me. plays Who plays uh, Thorin? Lee Pace or something? No. No, no, um, um Rupert. No, Lee Pace. No. Wait, who, who plays, plays Th- Thorin? No, the not king? Lee Pace. The king? The elf king? Yeah, that's Lee Pace. Thorin? Uh, the, the, the dwarf, dwarf king? king? The dwarf oh, king? I don't know who that's. No, that's no. Rupert. That's, so Lee Pace is the one who plays. He's a blonde. He's, uh, who plays. He's, okay. He's, no, that's. that's that. Oh, fuck, that's Rupert something. Hold on. I'll have to look it up. It's, uh, it's Rupert. Anyway, what were you going to say? Well, about? anyway, he was the best performance in the whole movie. Oh, his performance is, I'm saying Billy Connolly's character stole the show with that speech yeah. he was giving talking ah, shit. Dude, this, the, and the, that's the thing that I didn't like either. It was like the computer animated Billy Connolly. Like, how lame. But he wasn't really, uh, he kind of was, but his, I don't know. His whole thing was computer animated. His face was computer animated. Yeah. It was like, I don't the know. parts where he's on foot talking to Thorne? Yeah, you could tell that there's effects uh, on his face. I guess I wasn't paying attention too much. Oh, no, it's not Rupert. Excuse me. It was Richard Armitage. Richard Armitage, yeah, man. That, that's Thorin. He was so good. He was. But I don't know. I liked it. I mean, to me, Desolation of Smog was the best of the three. And I also... Oh, and, God. And, Desolation and to me, Fellowship of, of the Ring is so, still the best of all six of them. I agree with that. Fellowship one. of the Ring is easily... Fellowship is so good. Then Desolation of Smog is... I mean, it fucking was so good. Like, the Which amount is of... baffling because none of that shit's in the book. That's fine. I mean, most of... Some to of me, it is, but not most, to most me, of it is. was just like... It was the first time you get to see Smog. Like... Like... Yeah, the ending part of Smog, you know, and all the shit he's talking was... That's pretty sweet. Oh, Benedict, my God, Benedict Cumberbatch was pretty sweet. I uh, know. My man, Benny. Like... For real. He was so good in that. It was Sherlock and John Watson all over again. Yeah. But that's the thing, too. Like, that was so, like, there was so much anxiety in that scene because you don't realize how fucking massive he was. Yeah. And I love that, too, because you get to see, like, the freaking Dwarven Fortress and it's, like, fucking just massive. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, so you, you didn't like But that's battle. my thing. Like, did you like battle? Did you like it or did you, you just didn't like it at all? I liked it. I enjoyed myself. 
You just didn't think it was up to par from the other ones. In the, the it wasn't as good as the first two. I think it was the weakest. I see. I I think it was on par with the first one. The second one's the best. I really did like the scene, though. I thought the like showing Thorin's like madness was awesome. See that I didn't like. I like I liked when he was like standing on the gold where they poured the gold down, and uh, yeah. See, I thought that was one of the weakest parts like, of the whole movie. shows the dragon underneath. I thought that was one of the weakest parts of the whole movie. I just thought it was cool. And then it's like, shows him like getting sucked into it. It was like, oh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I liked it because that's kind of in line with like some of the more cerebral moments of like the original trilogy. Yeah. I just wish, I didn't like, I really, really liked the first three movies because of its reliance on like practical special effects. And not computer generation, like. Yeah, I, I could I could agree with that. I think he relied on relied on um, good filmmaking. Like, well, I think you know I think in the in the Hobbit trilogy he relied a little bit too much on CGI. On CGI. But I still think it was well acted, relatively well written. It was well acted and well written for sure. I um, mean the special effects, which even though they I mean probably a little too much CGI it was overall, a good movie. it was still good. I mean. <clears throat> I liked all the stuff. Like, I really liked the fight between Thorin and, and, uh, <clears throat> and, um, uh, Asgog. Asgog, yeah. Or Azog, whatever it is. As, Azog the Destroyer. Yeah. I, I, I liked, I liked that. I, I liked, I, I think everyone will agree it's not, it was not as, the whole trilogy was not as good as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I didn't but like I think how, it was, I think it was a solid trilogy. I didn't like the tie in at the end. It was like so short lived to me. Like, you remember you watch Return of the King and you're like, alright, this movie's over. And then there's 40 fucking minutes of their lives going back to normal and just like... Although, in fairness, every single one of those endings that everyone makes fun of are in the books. In fact, there was more. And, no, I loved that. I'm oh, saying in Five it. Armies, I felt like the Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about Return of the King. No, well, no, Return of the King was awesome. I loved the ending. Okay, sorry. Like, sorry. I'm saying, like, you're sitting in the movie theaters and how many fucking times did people get up? Like, people got up when Frodo's getting picked up by the Eagles, and they're like, oh, shit, the movie's still going. People got up when they're like, when he's back at Bag End, and they're like, oh, movie's over. And then people get back up when he's like, going back to the elves, and like, oh, okay. And then it's, oh, no, sit back down. Okay. You know what I mean? It's just, I loved that. Because it was a farewell. You didn't think you were coming back to this, yeah. these movies. Now, they come back however many years later, and they make The Hobbit, and, they didn't do those big farewells. Yeah, I think they should have. It was so weak. I mean, yeah, there probably will be in the expanded, their extended edition. There probably will be a little bit more because, like, they, I, mean, I, mean, I was I, wait, I was like, waiting for them to talk about like Bal to Balin the dwarf, the older dwarf, to talk about going to Moria. I was waiting for more like um, stuff about talking with Gandalf about like, oh shit, you know, Sauron's back. You know, him kind of like giving like a. Like we're gonna. Have, I got shit. Oh, dude, that was one of my favorite. I, I was scenes, waiting for though. them to talk about Radagast the Brown and how he will. He pretty much forsakes humanity and just goes into the wilderness by himself. I was waiting for that. You know, they didn't do any of that, which is in the the appendices, appendices, whatever you want to say. It's in the yeah, all that stuff's like in the Silmarillion. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah too. a lot of stuff that was in the Silmarillion. The fight between like Elrond and Gandalf and what's her face, uh, Galadriel. Yeah. Like, that was the Silmarillion. Yeah. But I thought that happened at a different time. Like, I thought that was earlier than The Hobbit. 
I think it was too, but I mean, they're they're piecing a lot of shit together for this. Yeah, but it was still cool. Um, I uh, one of my favorite scenes was in I think the Desolation Smog when Gandalf goes down in the pits and like sees that they're that the ring wraiths were released. Mm-hmm. From, oh God, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. There's a lot of cool scenes. I just I just felt like the Battle of Five Armies was very rushed, and they wanted to. Fit in a lot of like fighting that didn't need a like. I don't know. I I did get. It. I don't think it was rushed. I think like I just didn't feel like the emotional uh, the emotional like urgency that I felt like in Return of the King. Like all of the fighting like felt like a way to deliver like good, yeah. you know, good character stuff and good storyline and good uh, uh, turmoil for a lot of cool characters. You know what I mean? Not obviously. You didn't really ever worry about like Aragorn and yeah. Gimli and Legolas, but like, you know, you worried about freaking what's her name and fucking Pippin when they're running out through mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, fight out there. I, I would definitely agree. The Hobbit trilogy, specifically, you know, the last one and maybe even the first one, were not as strong as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. But I mean, I think they're very they're serviceable. I don't think I think they do it enough justice that you could watch the Hobbit Unexpected Journey all the way through to Return of the King in one day or day and a half, however long it takes you if you do the extended extended edition. I did like how it ended with like uh No more will wishes blah, 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 distant relations. What about very old friends? Slightly gay. <laughs> well he is Yeah. All the way gay. Yeah. Amy Collins pretty gay. I ain't no queer. Get her mind. I know it's fucking hilarious. Like, is that the line after that? Yeah, I know that is. Not, not like that, but like, yeah. He's like, like neither am I. Broke my mountain to fucking a. I ain't no fucking queer. What? Does he say the F word? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. I'd have to watch it again, but yeah, um. Heath Ledger's character said, I ain't no fucking queer. And then um, Jake Gyllenhaal's character said, neither am I. But he says it kind of gets get pretty like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, neither am I. Now take out your dick and let me suck. Money! <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the... It's all about... It was a performance. It wasn't real. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah, I liked it. It's probably like the greatest Hallmark movie ever made. The it's Hallmark shot, movie? It's shot like... Watch any random it's Hallmark. Lee. I know, but no, seriously. Not, that's improving your points. Yeah. Watch any Hallmark Channel movie ever made, like the film they use, the style of editing, and then watch Brokeback Mountain. It is the best acted, best cinematography, best directed, best written Hallmark film ever made. They use, it's like they use the same film and some of the same editing techniques as mm-hmm. Hallmark films do, mm-hmm. but they had a good director, good writer, good actors in it. I mean, Heath Ledger wasn't a good actor, but whatever you want to think. Yeah, he he did make. In fairness, he did make some shitty movies, but he yeah, made Night's some, Tale. Anybody? That's a good movie. It's a great movie. I was talking about Brothers Grimm was pretty bad. Frankly, I think that Hollywood's better off. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even You're sell that. Such a douche. <laughs> and we're back with Duel you have, of like, you, have, you have like a personality for every nipple that you have. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You have a okay. douche. You have a funny. Air Asia Flight Eight Five Zero One has lost contact over Indonesia. 
What? Apparently there's some Air Asia flight that's missing. Yet again. Over Indonesia. Is the Indonesian flight? Um, Something's going on over there. Crisis center for the airline. It's the Chinese. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of bad shit going on. It's anonymous. North North Korea's supposedly hacking us. Supposedly someone's hacking them now. I watched that movie last night. Did you really? interview any good? Did you really? Did you really? Chris and I were on YouTube. I wanted to watch it. It's pretty funny. Beginning kind of was slow, but it was good. Looked funny. funny. I don't know. I I think it's perfectly American to make a movie about assassinating a foreign political leader. Who's currently in power. (laughs) (laughs) When are we going to make one about the Queen? They probably have. They have made a movie about the Queen. Killing the Queen. Oh, no, but kill her. Who's the Not Prime Minister of Canada? Oh, I forget his name. He's a good guy. I think he's from Quebec, Quebec, so he has like a French name. Well, the capital of Canada is in Quebec, so... There's been movies made about us invading Canada. A couple different ones. Canadian bacon. What's funny is we make fun of, like, we make fun of Canada like that. Like, yeah, we're going to invade Canada. We're going to annex Canada in World War Three, And it's like... They're really just, like, our biggest ally ever. Yeah. Like, they're kind of just, like, America the second. Like... They're, they're, they kind of are the 51st state, douchier. in a way. Yeah, like... But, like, they are a lot less douchier of Americans, essentially, is what they are. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Americans are pretty fucking douchey. Well, we are. No, we are. Okay, I'm making sure... We're agreeing on that. Yeah, no, Americans no duel. Are... You won't get a duel from me. Oh, yeah, Americans if are... anything, I kind of feel like someday that, uh, I mean, come on. What the fuck does any state or what, what the fuck does any country, uh, involved in World War II give the United States as thanks for their help during World War II? The Netherlands sends how many tens of thousands of flowers? To Canada every year on a specific date to thank them for their help in World War Two. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was I supposed to say something? No, I was just saying. Like, does does anybody give anything to America? Is like, thank you for your help during World War Two. Oh, I'm sure we get something. At mm, least we did for a while. No. No, yeah, I mean, to define give, I mean, a lot of those countries in Europe let us have military bases and that, that, that didn't exist. Let us? Tell that to the Japanese. I'm talking about Europe. Okay. Like, I know we have some... Tell that to Germany. We have <laughs> some in Fr- We have some in Germany, we have some in France, we have, I think we have one in Amsterdam. I've, Not in Amsterdam, but Netherlands. Or I'm Holland. sure we have more military bases in other countries than there are other countries. <laughs> it's probably true. I mean... A lot of that's probably due to, like, hey, thanks for bailing us out. All right, cool. You now might, protect us. Do <laughs> you mind if we build a base here? Oh, yeah, sure. So, like, now they really can't truly piss us off because, like, we're there already. <laughs> like, yeah. Invade? Fuck. We're, <laughs> we're already there. Might as well outvade. <laughs> outvade. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever, actually. I like that. I like that turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so overall, Battle of the Five Armies, kind of like Out of America, five stars, how many would you give it? Three. I'd give it a solid three and a half stars. Yeah, I'm less generous than you, but... 
<laughs> I, I saw this comic a long time ago about, and it perfectly summarizes my feelings about The Hobbit. And it was like, it was back when Peter Jackson first announced that they were going to separate yeah. the movies into three different parts. And, and it was this comic that was like, Peter Jackson first, and it's like, what he says. And it's like, because uh, it's too long, we decided to cut The Hobbit into three parts so that people can uh, best view the movie that we made. And then it's like, what he really meant. There's holes in my money for it. And he's like hiding in a fort made of money. I'm like, <laughs> <Need> more money. <laughs> and so that's like how I think, and just like, I, I, I hate that Lord of the Rings was this like fantastic thing. The first three movies were just so amazing and it turned into this great franchise where so many things turned out that I feel like were really high quality. Like there's a lot of video games that came out at yeah. that point that were kind of high quality video games that weren't just like your run of the mill movie yeah. video game that sucks. There were some bad ones, but, you know, there was other things that came out that were great, and uh, and it just all around was became a really great you, franchise. You, so are you saying that? I think Hobbit? he made it because he was passionate about it. I feel like he made The Hobbit because he just wants money. I see. I don't get that. I think, I think, uh, I don't think he was less passionate about The Hobbit, but I do think. Lord of the Rings almost killed him, which it did. If you if you read interview him, like it, it, the stress and stuff about getting it right, and he was working so damn hard. I mean, to make sure he, it was right and profitable for everybody. So, he, but he yeah, still <clears throat> keep his vision. I think he they had he had a lot more leash on the Hobbit because he was why like, well, he... fuck, you already did good with Lord of the Rings, so we know these are gonna be good. So he didn't he didn't have there was no risk taking. There was no why did they take Tom Bombadil out? Pacing. Fine. That's literally probably one of the few good parts in the book, but I do agree in in the movie it's kind of, it doesn't make sense to keep it there. It didn't further along the story any. Now a whole generation of people have no idea who the hell Tom Bombadil is. Oh, sure they do. But anyways, but uh, I I just think he... (laughs) Sure they do. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) No one gives a shit. Uh, But like The Hobbit, like, he didn't have as much writing on it because he already knew it was going to be successful. <laughs> I mean, he did. I mean, it's, no matter what, even if those movies straight up sucked, which, you know, they didn't, but if they did, they're still going to make the money back because it's it has, it has something to do with Lord of the Rings. And those movies are so goddamn successful, you know, that the studios basically were just tossing money at him so he do whatever you want. He had no stress. He had no... He didn't have to work as hard and as passionate, even though he probably was just as passionate about The Hobbit. He didn't, he didn't have to be as involved in it as he was with Lord of the Rings. But it shows. So it probably I did, feel like it shows. It probably does. It's definitely not as good as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I, I agree. But I, I, I still think it's very solid. And I think it's serviceable. Yeah, I think I'm so. Not I mean, I gave it three stars. I mean, I'm, I yeah. gave The Five Armies three stars. I would give Smaug maybe four. I'd probably give it four, and I'd give uh, the Unexpected Journey three and a half. I'd probably give it three and a half. I think the worst one of, I mean, all all four, of, or excuse me, all three of the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy would get at the very, I think Fellowship gets five stars, Two Towers gets a solid four, Return of the King, five. I would say, no, I would say Return of the King gets, well, actually, I'd say Return of the King gets is probably my least favorite of the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I don't know. 
Maybe return. Maybe it might be a little bit better than Two Towers. I do like them all though. Like there was a time where I only had like the DVDs for like each movie like by itself for so yeah. long. So it's like, what am I gonna watch tonight? Oh, Lord of the Rings, and I would just have a movie on while I was doing stuff. Yeah, like drawing or like playing guitar, doing stuff. And so I watched Fellowship like probably six hundred times. And oh, I watched man. Two Towers. That's like, still my favorite times. movie of oh, all time. Oh, it's so good. That's my. It's not my movie. favorite movie of all time. That's mine because I'm better than you. But. <laughs> Was that, was that the booze talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh... anyways, um, you want to make this one a shorter one and record another one, and then that way we can give them two in a week. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So, closing statements, Kane. Um, audience. You're the best. <laughs> we love you. And uh, uh, I guess we'll talk to you next Rhett. episode. Rhett. <laughs> Rhett, we're, how can they reach us? Kane, they can reach us quite simply by emailing us at awesomeatairpodcast.com. They can uh, tweet us. I'm at Rhett is awesome. R-E-T-T is awesome. Kane's at Kaner Wainer, K-A-N-E-R-W-A-N-E-R. I wanted to see if you do it. I just wanted to see that awkward box. I'll do it the next time I swear. Piece of shit. <laughs> Throw me out of the bus like I that. I, I just wanted to look, look, look down to so it like, I wonder if he'll do it. Nope, he's not doing it. No, fuck. Uh, you guys can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash air podcast. You guys can... Um, uh, twiddle our twats and strum our banjos and also give us a call at 657-888-3835 that's 657-888-DUEL it's been Duel of Taints it's a trap <laughs>